You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What's the prime time, bitch? Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This house is clean. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. I am pain. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting edition of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. I'm your host, Eddie Monster, and we've got another film for you guys today. That explores the idea of, hey, let's cancel all the sequels and create our very own sequel multiple, multiple, multiple years later, right? We've seen it with Scream, we've seen it with Halloween, and now we have a film that I've always loved ever since I saw it as a kid, and I might even explain why I disagree with erasing one of the sequels. Because I am talking about Candyman. So be careful. Don't say his name too many times into a mirror or you're going to regret it. Candyman. The urban legend is if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror, he appears in the reflection and kills you. Who would do that? Candyman. 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 Well... We're still alive. <laughs> Let's go. Trina, you broke the door. This isn't funny! I feel really connected to this neighborhood. Cabrini Green. It was the projects. I just moved in around the corner. The old candy factory. I'm an artist. You look up a candy man. He's the monster. It's part of this neighborhood. Why are you drawn to this? I'm hoping to spread the story all about Candyman. The mirror invites you to summon him. You should say his name. I dare you. Candyman. 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 Don't say that. Candyman. I think it made a mistake. I brought him back. Candyman isn't real! Something's happening to me. He had a purpose for you. Be another one of his terrible stories. I guess he found me. I am the writing on the wall. The sweet smell of blood. Ah! Be my victim. This is not real. It's not real. Spoiler alert. 
right, you have been warned. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear the spoilers of this film, then please turn away. No, but listen, so we've got quite the film. So apparently it went through developmental hell because originally, as it was noted to me, I I believe in the early 2000s, the original director of Candyman wanted to create a prequel Explaining Daniel Robitaille's relationship with the uh, the white girl there. And by Robitaille, I mean uh, Tony Todd's original character. So that actually never ended up happening. It went into developmental hell, which a lot of films do. And then, you know, turn it probably 17, maybe 18 years later, Jordan Peele signs on as a producer for a brand new film, which is this one. Simply titled Candyman. And it erases part two and three, which three I can understand. Two, I cannot. Part two is one of my favorite, favorite films. Farewell to the Flesh. One of my favorite Candyman films. But whatever. So we're talking about this one. And uh, apparently, so it starts off, the film starts off in 1977. We're at the Cabrini Green Projects. In Chicago, which is pretty famous. Uh, if you look up some of the things that happened at Cabrini Green, there was some actual uh, activity that's still a mystery to this day. It's like an urban legend, I believe, um, at this point. But anyway, so there, the police are searching for a guy named Sherman Fields, who was this homeless guy who has a hook for a hand, who gives candy to children. I mean, it's easy to see why they'd call him Candyman. Uh, but anyways, he was suspected of, of putting a razor blade in a piece of candy, which is that famous story that actually happened in Texas, I believe. And it was a dad who tried poisoning his own kids. But anyways, for the sake of this film. Uh, so apparently the candy ends up in the hands of a white girl uh, around Halloween. And the police are on the hunt for this guy. And then we see this young boy who's going to do laundry, and he's kind of sketched out. You know what I mean? I don't blame him. Uh, but all of a sudden, you know, he sees, like, this candy, and then he sees Sherman Fields. And the kid loses it and screams, right? Police come down. They beat the living hell out of him basically to death. And two weeks later, Sherman was declared innocent after his death because apparently there were more reports of razor blades. So now we move into the future. It's 2019, and now we're with Anthony McCoy, who is played by, I hope I say this right, Yaha, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. And he's a struggling artist, basically, uh, who lives with his girlfriend, uh, Brianna Cartwright, who's a curator, I believe, for exhibits and that's and she's played by uh tiana paris and he needs inspiration right so he finds his inspiration in the cabrini green and this whole idea of the candy man after meeting you know a guy who owns a laundromat so his obsession becomes real he gets stung by a bee and all of a sudden you know he starts to kind of transform and it spreads to his body and he learns that there's been multiple candy men, candy men 
Um, and we find out that Burke, who's the guy that owns the, uh, the, the laundromat, was the boy in 1977 who uh, basically got Sherman killed. And the idea is that Candyman, there's this hive. So there's always a new Candyman, right? And apparently when you're wrongfully killed... Or something like that, like you're, you're, like Daniel Robitaille just killed because he loved a woman. You become the Candyman, and and you're back for vengeance, right? And people call your name five times, and this one it's five times. I always thought it was three times in the original film, but anyways, you say Candyman five times, and you know, um, yeah. So, you know, legend renewed for generations with the souls of murdered black men becoming part of the Candyman hive. So as the movie goes on, people are calling out the name. And apparently the thing that was cool is they connect the original story. So Helen Lyle is from the original film and she saves a baby but the problem is is that nobody believes her that a man that you call whatever five times in a mirror is the one creating you know doing the murders so she's deemed crazy they go after her she dies in a bonfire and this baby gets saved okay we end up finding out that our main character Anthony is that baby ooh you know right there and a little bit of plot twists for you and uh, you know so the movie goes on the murders are happening people are calling out Candyman's name it's Sherman and then Burke is so obsessed with keeping the hive alive that he's basically grooming Anthony to be the next Candyman because his plan is to have Anthony wrongfully shot by police so that his spirit comes back and claims for vengeance. And while it looks like his girlfriend Brianna is going to save the day, unfortunately, Anthony's gunned down anyways. I mean, he's wearing a hook for a hand because his hand got sawed off and, you know, Burke puts the hook on. So Anthony gets killed gets wrongfully killed by the cops. So this is moment where the cops are trying to intimidate Brianna, you know, by getting her to say that, hey, you know what? He's he provoked us. You know he did. You know he caused us to shoot him. Right? And, you know, she hasn't like really like said anything until she gets in the police car and she looks right into the mirror. And says his name five times, allowing Anthony to come back. And then Anthony kills all the cops. End the story. See you later. He tells her to spread the word. And that is all she wrote, as they say. So, overall, I want to talk a little bit about the film overall. And uh, I got to say, I'm happy that they didn't erase Tony Todd's history with Candyman. I like that. He's considered the first Candyman, right? In this long line that is in the hive. And I love that they 
did pay tribute to it. And if you stick around in the credit, uh, you'll see the little montage of puppets, and it's all the different Candymen, including Anthony. And Tony Todd's one of them. But I love that they kept that intact because that is very important and very central to all of this. Because then what's the point of erasing all the other films and creating this sequel, so to speak, if you're not going to stay true to the history? And they were smart and they stuck with it. So I got to give them credit for that. Like I, I don't know if I said this, but one of the things I just wish they did was how do you explain all the different candy men? You know what I mean? Which one are you going to get? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, is it going to be Daniel Robitaille? Is it going to be Anthony? Is it going to be any of the other ones? Who knows? That is a little bit of the confusing part for me in this film. Other than that, a very, very solid film. Very solid from the writing to the cinematography to the casting, you know, to the to the wardrobes, to, to the, everything. Everything about this film was absolutely amazing. I can't complain too much about it because there's really not a lot to complain about to even begin with. You know what I mean? Hey, they pay tribute. To all the different Candyman, he paints all of them. We even get some history. The only thing I think the reason I'm attached to Candyman too, to be honest, is because I'm a huge fan of Kelly Rowan. Um, I believe is her name from Farewell to the Flesh. Yeah, Kelly Rowan. I love that story. I was, it was the first Candyman film I actually watched was Farewell to the Flesh. I had no idea that there was a different film. Until much, much later on. And I got to thank, you know, all those paid subscription channels like HBO, Showtime, all that stuff. I would have never seen half the films that I've seen uh, if it wasn't for those. And I remember Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh being on. I don't remember if it was HBO or Cinemax or Skinemax, as I like to call it, after midnight. Um, But nonetheless, you know, I got to see a lot of great films. and, And Farewell to the Flesh was always one of my faves. But uh, I think as far as this film is concerned and the way they played it out, I, I'll allow it for this once. You know what I mean? I, you know, on the other hand, you know, when you look at other series, other franchises like Halloween, you could do without some of the films in that. You really could. Resurrection, piece of garbage, right? You could do without... H2O, I suppose, you could do without Part 6. You know, in Scream, you could definitely do without Scream 2. Scream 3, I didn't really have too much of a problem with. I thought that was better than than the second one. And then, obviously, Scream 4, I could do without. But, you know, then again, it's like Candyman 3, I could have done without. So I was okay with with them, you know, erasing that one. Uh, But sometimes you get stuck with franchises that you're like, man, I liked most of the films like for leprechaun i love the first three i'd keep the first three get rid of any of the other ones although i i've only seen leprechaun in space i've not checked out leprechaun in the hood but again you know i'm just i'm just very faithful to a franchise 
um, in its origins. But this one, I, you know, I got to be honest, it worked. And when it works, you don't mind it. Like Halloween 2018 worked. You didn't mind it. Scream 5, it works. You don't mind it. So you're okay with them creating it once they've shown the proper respect to the original like they did in this one. You know what I mean? They paid respect to the original. Helen Lyle was a legitimate character. She did this, this, and this. This is what happened. Blah, 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 blah. You know, all the way through. See you later. And that's that's okay with me. So I'm fine with it. Um, Again, guys, it's solid work. Cinematography, the whole, you know, uh, Kabili Green thing, fantastic. You know what I mean? Cabrini Green, excuse me. Uh, fantastic. All the cinematography there, uh, especially at the art show. Loved it. The tones, the colors, you know, everything. The, the the kills in this film, great. Loved it. Which is why I'm going to give the film an A- minus for a final grade. That's right. You heard it here. A- minus for a final grade. Check it out. What it, What's it going to hurt? I mean, it's an hour and a half or whatever out of your life. Big deal. We waste time doing stupid things other than watch a film. At least this one, just watch it, appreciate it, and, uh, you know, be the judge for yourself. All right, that's going to do it for me today, guys. I will see you all tomorrow, of course.